The Inflation Reduction Act has raised the federal solar investment tax credit from 26 to 30 percent. That's a fantastic opportunity for residents and businesses to invest in solar. The rebate includes solar power with battery backup. There may be additional solar incentives depending on the location of the property. Solar power with battery backup can keep your lights on and heat running when a summer or winter storm hits. Solar and electric vehicle are the perfect pair. Kick fossil fuels to the curb at home and on the road by using solar power to power your EV at home or provide them as a service to your business employees and customers. Now's a great time to secure your spot for next year's installation. Might want to act soon. According to some studies, one in four homeowners want to invest in solar within the next five years, but the grid is limited capacity. Grab your opportunity while you can before someone else does. Go to allenergysolar.com. Welcome back to the Cheryl Reeve Show. Cheryl's taking a break. I've been able to line up some great guest hosts. Uh, last week, it was Rebecca Brunson. This week, Andre Yak, president, co-founder of the Minnesota Aurora. I think one of the great sports stories of this year, maybe the best sports story of this year in the Twin Cities was Minnesota Aurora going from being uh, something discussed at a brew pub to being uh, a spectacle. Andre, I, I, you know, I, I've covered sports for a long time. I've had a lot of great experiences. And I will say going to your games at TCO Performance Center uh, in the summer where when the sun – it was just a beautiful setting. It, it was really good soccer. The crowds were great. It, it, it was better than I could have expected. What was your view of, of that experience? Uh, thank you, Jimmy. I just got chills hearing you say that again. It exceeded every expectation that we possibly could have had. I have a huge imagination and – ambitions. And that opening night when the stadium was full and everyone was wearing our gear and the lines were so long at merchandise, we, one of the other co-founders and I, Elisa Vicuña, we just sat on the stairs kind of hugging each other, tears coming because this thing that we had made up and put out into the universe was real and people were there and excited and then you fast forward to our championship game, which we were so close to having the perfect story, but it leaves something on the table for us for next year. And having even more tickets sold, expanding capacity, selling out in 24 hours, and the people that lined up two hours early, we opened the gates early, was just not something we could have imagined. Yeah, it, it, I, I had high expectations. I thought it'd be a really cool thing. I didn't realize it was just all going to happen so fast and it was going to be so ideal. Uh, hey, this is the Cheryl Reeve Show, part of TalkNorth.com. Uh, please subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's easy. Check out TalkNorth.com for all of our shows. We have all kinds of stuff going on these days. The John Krasinski Show is very pertinent right now. Jeff Diamond's Viking Show, our, our Viking Update Show with John. Uh, check out uh, all of our sponsors, Livia, Rudy Luther, Toyota, Cara Quinn, my realtor who helped us sell our house this summer, successful marketing group. Uh, Gloria Ramsey helps us promote this show, uh, among our many other activities and uh, endeavors. All Energy Solar, great time to get solar energy. TSR Injury Law, we've done more than 200 shows now with Cheryl Reeve and our producer, Brandon Morton, I think has done all of them. Uh, if not, uh, if not mo just most, he's brand has been with us since the beginning. He's done a great job, and uh, and having the Cheryl Reeve show on our network is one of the, the the things I'm most proud of with this endeavor. All right, so uh, what happens next? 
I mean, you know, now that everything, now that everything <laughs> kind of fell into place in that first year, I mean, what, I mean, I, I think I would, I think I would be a little, uh, I'm not sure what I would do, you know, I, and, and thank God I don't have to make those decisions, but what do you do next? Well, so really our main goal right now is to fire ourselves. Um, <laughs> we, uh, as people, some people do know, some people do not know that a part of this story is that the nine founders have been working mostly as volunteers for two years. Mm -hmm. And to say that it has taken up every hour of every day of our lives for two years is an understatement. And based on the success that we had in 2022, we are really in the fortunate position to hire a front office. Um, if you think about, we did a huge amount of merchandise sales as volunteers. Today, we had a merchandise person start full-time. So I can't even imagine what we will do with a wow. full-time merchandise person that actually remembers the holidays are coming and the state fair <laughs> is coming. And maybe we should start ordering some things now instead of two weeks before the actual event. Um, we are engaging in interviews with the CEO candidates right now, someone who can really focus on building this organization the way we want to. And then we hope that the founders get to go back to you know, enjoying the game and the board can truly take a strategic role instead of a day-to-day -day role in things. As you know, like, you know, I, me personally, I've ha handled the media, I've handled the sponsorships, I've handled the marketing, um, and a bunch of the other team, rest of the team has handled all the accounting and the legal. And so we are now at the point where we can hire full-time people and truly build this team to be a very professional front office and, lock in our players, lock in our coaches and figure out how do we do this 365 days a year? We can't play soccer that many days, but we can absolutely have an impact on the community year round. And by having a full-time staff, we really can start ramping up some of those commitments that we made on the front end that we have not been able to get done yet. And one of the conversations Cheryl and I have about women's sports in general is if you look at what the NFL has done, even in my during the time of my career, when I started covering the NFL, the NFL went dark three, four months a year, and they didn't even try to attract anybody's eyeballs or attention for you know a good chunk of the offseason. Now it is a 365-day uh, machine, and they're always putting something in front of you. They're always reminding you that they're relevant. And that I think that is one of the many next steps for women's sports is – you know, kind of commanding the stage year round. It's hard to do, but it's got to be the goal, right? Right. Well, and if you look at the World Cup and the Olympics that are coming, the exhibition matches, I mean, we have sold out the U.S. Women's National Team coming to Allianz Field each time they have been here mm -hmm. for exhibition games. And none of the games that they played in Minnesota had any relevance on anything. And we sold it out. So the more that we can do those things, the more that we can be a part of the conversation, not just in women's soccer, but just women in sports in general, um, supporting women that want to get into the business, being present at job conversations in the schools and the universities. We're, we're trying to do as much of that as we can. Um, Cheryl, again, she does so much of it, right? Encouraging people to be in the business. Rebecca, we've got some great role models, but the more that we're public and present, the more we can encourage young people to come on board. And then a lot of what we're working on too is getting our sponsors to come with us for the rest of the year. So if we are going to do community clinics and we're going to bring soccer to kids that maybe don't get a chance to go 
experience high level coaching or just really need to burn off some energy and want it to be a safe environment, bringing sponsors with us to help us fund those and have those kids leave maybe with a gift or something that's important or a healthy snack is something we can really do. And I think you see a lot of the teams doing that, you know, I, I, I commend the NFL, right? I look at that NFL draft. I think it was last year. It was in Nashville and they had a million people mm-hmm. descend on Nashville for a draft. And I don't know how many players that are drafted actually end up in the NFL. Yeah, but, about 10%. I mean, right. well, the, higher percentage of that, but, but the point, yeah, the, the point spectacle. is the draft can be completely overrated. It can be meaningless to any individual team, right. but and they what turn it into an event. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the party is like, people are thinking about going to the draft and then there's an opportunity to bid on hosting things, right? So the NWSL final this weekend is a neutral site. It's at, it's in Washington, DC. Um, the Washington spirit aren't in the championship game. And I'm not saying we're going to go start bidding on those things, but even when we hosted the playoffs this year, that was a bid submission. We had to submit a bid to the league saying we want to host, we can handle it. Our partners at the Vikings helped us, you know, say we have the hotel rooms, we have the banquet space and looking for those opportunities, I think is also great, right? Just like the big 10 media week was, was that last week or the week before, you know, somebody submitted that to the big 10 and said, Hey, come to Minnesota, do this here. And we just want to keep looking for those opportunities. Now you've worked in many media jobs. You've worked for teams. You started your own company. Where is the Aurora? Is the Aurora now a full-time gig for you? Is it still something that you're doing among other things? Um, it is not. It Okay, it is physically full-time, but is not right. the only thing that I am doing. No, right. I, I did have to um, step back from a few of my clients and have held on to a couple. And, and the ones that I'm still working with have been very, very understanding <laughs> about Aurora. And then I've had a chance to still do project work on a short term. So like I I worked on the MLS All-Star Skills Challenge, which was really fun. I just got to be down on the field, making sure the players knew where they were supposed to be and when they were supposed to be doing their interviews. So even that for 72 hours was great. It was a chance to meet some new people, be in a different space, see how MLS is doing things at the ground level. And once we get the CEO in place, I really hope I can go back to doing those things. I know the Special Olympics is coming to Minnesota. I would love to be a part of that. Um, that is something that's very special to me. And if I can help in any way, I'd, I'd like to get some more capacity. And then also, as you and I have talked about, right? I, my kids are gone. My husband and I are empty nesters. And I'm sort of doing this in the wrong order where I am working harder now than I ever have. And yet <laughs> I'm at it. the Right. I'm at the point where I should really be working less and traveling and goofing around. So uh, that's the goal for 2023 is to get these people in place for the front office so that Aurora is not a day-to-day job. Cool. Uh, I have a few more questions for Andrea. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Go check out talknorth.com to see our list of shows. We've added Dave Lee and Mike Grimm's Go Gopher podcast. We have the outdoor content. Uh, the And we also have uh, a bunch of hockey shows, including the Bar Down Beauties. Uh, which is a lot of fun. Check it all out. And thank you for listening. We'd also like to thank the sponsors who make all this possible, starting with Cheryl's taking a well-deserved break with her family. She's been telling you about Livia even during her world tours lately. Uh, I want to tell you about some new 
information from Livia. Have you heard about Livia Flex? Livia's best program just got even better. Join now and get your first eight weeks free. Visit Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, or call 855-GO-LIVIA. Voted Minnesota's best weight loss center for the second year in a row. It's tough enough to win it once, but this is two years in a row. Visit Livia.com to find out more about the new Flex program and our eight weeks free offer. Eight weeks free. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. Sete Coley is a family-owned Twin Cities-based home remodeling real estate and property management company offering personalized service and outstanding client care. Sete Coley means seven hills and not in the seven hills of Rome, Italy. They provide home remodeling, realtor services, property management, and they also offer wraparound services. If you're a homeowner considering a home improvement project, Cara can help you evaluate the impact of a remodel on your home's market value. If you're a prospective home buyer, Cara can help you assess the cost and logistics of updating the home you buy. If you plan on selling your home, Cara can guide you in, a, in preparing your home for the market, can even send a crew to carry out the work, ensuring that your home stands out from the competition. If you're interested in purchasing an investment property, Cara can help you find a profitable deal. And if you wish, can manage the property for you from tenant placement and turnover to property management. Of course, I use Cara to sell my house, to prep my house, to stage my house. Uh, she's great at all this stuff. I highly recommend it. Check them out at settecolimn.com. That's S-E-T-T-E-C-O-L-L-I-M-N.com. Check them out at Facebook and on Instagram. Thank you to Glory and Successful Marketing Group. They created and manage all the social media for the Cheryl Reeve Show. If you're looking for a social media for your business, I would highly recommend you contact her at glory at successfulmarketinggroup.com. Uh, thanks, Glory. has been a big asset to the network and this show all along. Highly re- recommend working with her. So uh, I was mentioned to Lavelle, our friend Lavelle Neal, that uh, that we were going to be talking today and he said, uh, he sent me a text saying Aurora, the Minnesota Aurora outdrew three NWSL teams this year. That's amazing. Yes. It, uh, it we kept getting those numbers. Um, I also recently heard that we would have been in the top half of the league in merchandise sales. Wow. Which is wow. incredible. Again, volunteers, right? Nobody working on that full time. We have something really special happening here in Minnesota as we saw with the women's final four and the links and some of the other great women's teams around town, Minnesotans do believe in equality. They do believe in showing up for the women and lucky for us, they also believe in good soccer. And so a lot of the hardcore soccer people that came to our games really loved the soccer, but we've also talked to so many people that had never been to a soccer game, but believed in what we were doing and wanted to show up. And now they're in love and they'll keep showing up. So it's we're, there's something special in Minnesota. We want everybody to know it. And as you know, we get overlooked a lot. People don't think that we're cool, but we really are. We're very cool. And people need to know that. Minnesotans or Minnesota Aurora? Minnesotans. Minnesotans. Oh, really? We're, we're cool? No, I we see, sure I, nobody's are. ever. 
Well, I guess I, I think I think you're right. I think Minnesota Aurora fans are cool. Just don't try to include me in any group that's supposed <laughs> to be cool. I just can't cut it. Okay. I well, just, Rebecca Brunson is Rebecca okay, Brunson Brunson's is really, really cool. cool. Brunson's and like one of the coolest people I've yes. ever met. You know Rebecca. Rebecca actually was our host for our launch event. Um, I don't know if you remember That's that. Right. But she, That's right. She, I forgot that. Yeah. So so Rebecca went to Georgetown, which is where my son went, and yeah. then we're both from Maryland. And we wanted a strong female personality to host our announcement. And so we asked Rebecca, and she was all in. She said absolutely. So she was the one that was actually our MC the day we announced we were bringing a team to Minnesota and her and her wife, Bobby Joe and Cheryl and Carly all actually came to our opening night. Um, I remember that part of supporting us. And so see, so by virtue of association, you are cool, Jim. I'm all, I'm, I'm cool adjacent. That's cool uh, and adjacent. that's as go. good as I can do. And I'll take it. Uh, uh, what do you think about the NWSL and women's soccer in general? Are, you know, we all thought we had a breakthrough moment with Brandy's chest pain way back in the day. Uh, it turned out things weren't that easy, uh, even though the women's team has been very popular. Are we anywhere close to a tipping point for women's soccer? Where, where do things stand? Yeah, it's been a rough few weeks for the NWSL. Um, yes. you know, there was a report that came out a few weeks ago, the Yates report, and there's clearly work that needs to be done in women's soccer at every level, right all the way down to the youth level. But the fans are showing up. So this past weekend was the NWSL semifinals. Um, they set records for attendance for the playoffs. All of the teams drew really, really well. I just saw that 70% of the tickets for the championship game are already sold. Sponsor numbers are higher than they've ever been. TV ratings are higher than they've ever been. And then if you look over to Europe, when the U.S. women played England a few weeks ago, again, in a friendly, they had 76,000 people mm. in the building. And so I think the tipping point is here. I think a lot of it has to do with this pent up um, energy around equalizing and making things more fair for the women athletes who are working just as hard as the male athletes and really making sure they're being treated properly. One of the things that really meant most to us this summer was our players telling us that they had never been treated as well as we treated them this summer. They had never had the medical as good as they had it. They'd never played in facilities, our locker rooms, our training, and the fact that we had four coaches, right? Four female coaches. And I think that as everybody continues to raise that bar, it's just going to get better. And then you're going to see it come out on the field, right? Obviously, what we did by treating our players really well came out on the field in ways we never expected. Going undefeated until the last two minutes of the season was not anything we had written into our scripts. But when you look at the fact that we were able to go into markets the day before, get a good night's sleep, be on nice Jefferson line buses, have good meals, all because of this community funding that we got, we didn't have to cut any corners. And that makes a big difference for athletes. It makes a big difference for all of us. And I think as more teams put those standards in place, the play is going to increase and the interest is going to continue to grow. Yeah, yeah, that's well said. And it, it really makes me flash back to just how poorly like minor league baseball players, you know, people who were part of a multi-billion dollar industry have been treated over the years. Right. Uh, and and I, I really think that you know, you're seeing the, the good professional sports organizations now 
are realizing you have to treat your athletes well. It's it's in your own best interest to treat them well. You know, I, I still remember going to Twin Spring training and I go over to the minor league side to watch their top prospects. And, you know, their lunch was a blimpy, blimpy sandwich. I mean, this literally <laughs> a blimpy sandwich yeah. that had been sitting out in the sun. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, it right. was. Yeah. But if you, if you think about it in, in, why would we treat them a way that we wouldn't want our kids to be treated? Right. Yeah. If, if you sent your kids to a camp, you know, a sports camp and they got a blimpy sandwich that had been laying out on the sun and they came home and told you that you'd be mad, right? You'd be worried about the mayonnaise yes. making them sick. Yes. And yet that's what we're doing to our athletes. So yeah. And you know, we can't, you know, we can't go crazy. Our, our players are not going to stay in five-star hotels and you know, we're not going to have meals prepared by top chefs, but there's a tremendous amount of information out there about healthy foods the proper way to treat them. We know medically, right, that recovery is important, rest is important, safe ways to work out is important. And those things have not been provided for women athletes. I think, you know, when the Lynx built Mayo Clinic Square and they got that training facility, that was a game changer for them mm-hmm. as far as how they're, you walk into that place and if it, it, I don't even play basketball. Nobody wants me to dribble, but it gives you a sense of confidence and like, I am a badass. Look at my place. And I know that our players felt that. I know that when they walked around the corner into the stadium and saw all those people in there and knew that the turf we were playing on is the same turf as the Vikings, it's what's at U.S. Bank Stadium, it gives you a little extra pep in your step. Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, It makes you feel like you have an advantage. That's a great mindset for an athlete. Um, So you played at the Vikings facility. In a place that turned out to be perfect, I thought. And obviously Cheryl's been very supportive. The Lynx have been supportive. Have there been any other pro sports teams that have aided you in any way? Yeah, everybody has. Um, they, I mean, first of all, everybody uh, socially has, you know, stepped up to help us announce our name, wish us good luck in the playoffs, take note of what we're doing. We've had players from all of the team, most of the teams, I think, come to games. Um, we'll look down in the stands and see Minnesota United guys. No idea how they got there. We didn't give them <laughs> tickets, but they wanted to just come and support us, right? We had a lot of Vikings players come wander over from their side of the building to our side of the building, and that was fun. A lot of them, their wives and their girlfriends, played college soccer. And this this next generation, you know, the, the people in their 20s, soccer is a big thing. And so looking down and seeing them in the stands started, it, at first it was a surprise, and then it kind of got normal, but... Yeah, everybody's been wonderful. People helped us with um, questions, introductions, um, even with these job openings that we've had. I've been sending them around to all the teams, asking them to pass them to people that they think might be interested. And um, Minnesota United has had us over to honor us. We threw out first pitch at a Twins game. Uh, Sarah Fuller did that earlier in the year. Lynx have invited us a few times. Timberwolves recognized us. So yeah, it's been amazing. And I think Minnesota's unique as far as that goes, all the teams pulling together. Um, but the the best has been the Vikings. The Vikings have been amazing from the day we announced our name and Quasi held up our scarf and the Vikings pushed it out on Twitter. And I thought my phone was going to erupt in flames with people texting and like, how did you get that done? Um, to, you know, Nordy and everybody else at the fair when we released our mascot and everybody making sure they came and got pictures with the mascot from the other teams, offering to help us with mascot tryouts. It's really been incredible. 
That's that's great to hear because I've heard that from other people. I know I know the twins people, you know, want to be part of a community. Obviously, Cheryl wants it. I think Ethan uh, and tell me you you knew Ethan way back when, right? Ethan Casson, the uh, the Timberwolves CEO. Yeah, Ethan was probably about 26 when he told me he was going to be president of an NBA team someday. And I had no reason to doubt him. So when he was named president of the Timberwolves and Lynx, I shot him a note and I said, right on time. Like you, you did this exactly the way you said you were going to do it. So, um, yeah, he was a sales rep at the Timberwolves long before the Lynx existed. And I was helping teach them how to use the, the internet and website to sell. Um, they had just launched Timberwolves.com and I was consulting at the time and Ethan got it. He's so smart and he was in from the very beginning. So I had no doubt he was going to do great things. That's cool stuff. Uh, let's get a final thought from Andrea. Thanks again to everyone who listens to the Cheryl Reeves show and to talknorth.com. Uh, again, it's great to have Andrea on. It's great to have Cheryl on the network. Thanks again to our producer, Brandon Morton. So Andrea, just uh, hit me with anything you like. It can be a final thought on any subject in the world. Any subject in the world. Yeah. Um, moving well, sucks. <laughs> we talked about that. Time? Moving is terrible. I hate oh, moving. Oh, moving sucks. Oh, yeah. Well, it I, sucks. I, we, we moved in June and, uh, you know, we've moved, actually moved a lot uh, lately because we, we liked living downtown. We ch- tried a few different apartment buildings. Then my w- wife got a job up north, so we had to live in a suburb for a while. Now we're back downtown, which we love. But uh, so if you're going to move, Moving a lot does help as you downsize and it all becomes simplified, but I'm guessing this is a big move for you. Well, no, it's not. So I thought it was going to be simple. We downsized three years ago. We moved from the house. We raised our kids and we we rented a a cute little house in St. Paul. And I was like, this move now is going to be easy. We we finally found something we like and we bought it in St. Paul. But I said to my husband yesterday, how did two people accumulate so much crap? I have like 19 pillowcases for four beds. How? Why? (laughs) I'm not even a shopper. I don't like to shop. So yeah, so that's probably where my head is this week because we're moving and I don't, I just don't understand how I have so much stuff in my house to pack, especially since we've all spent the last few years pretty much in hoodies and shorts. Right. So, right. I, I have way too many hoodies. I have a lot of Aurora hoodies. I discovered when I pulled that closet out yesterday. So yeah, that's that's what's on my mind. I'm really excited about the NWSL playoffs this weekend. Um, the team in Kansas City that is new uh, made it to the finals. Um, they're really exciting, so it's going to be fun to watch that in Washington. And the World Cup is coming up, so it's yes. going to be a great few months for soccer. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. And I I need to get over my bias. I actually like women's soccer more than men's soccer because women's the women don't flop. Um you know, they, 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 the women are tougher, uh, but I do like men's soccer. And I, I think the World Cup, it's just such a great spectacle. Yeah. And I think the women are still earning, you know, the, they're still feeling like they have to prove themselves to everybody. And so it's like yesterday, Crystal Dunn had a baby 156 days ago. Mm. She scored to take their team to the finals yesterday on this banger. I could barely even shower that many days after having a baby. (laughs) So how she's playing soccer at the highest level, I have no idea. And so I think that as long as the women still feel like they need to prove that they deserve this, you're going to see them play through everything. Yeah, that's a good point. And and I I, I hope, 
I hope that I hope they lose the sense of the sense that they have to play through stuff. But I do appreciate the toughness. I really do. It's uh, it's really cool. It's really cool to see uh, the women just you know run into each other, run over each other, and nobody's calling for a foul. Right. No, and it's a beautiful game too, right? It's it's they play with grace and toughness mm-hmm. somehow combined, and I don't know what I would do if everybody was running right towards me. I know I would curl into a little ball. So when I watch them do that and just keep going, it's really impressive. And the fans respond, right? The fans really love it. No doubt about it. Well, listen, congratulations on all this. It's, it's been a thrill to see this all come together. Uh, it's you know I expected it to be cool. I didn't expect it to be this big, this fast, but it's been great. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll have you on again soon to just to keep updating us on your progress. Uh, so best of luck. And hey, best of luck with the move. Uh, just start throwing stuff out is my my. Advice. Yeah, a lot of trips to uh, to the dump and to give away things. So yes, thank you, Jim. No and again, we are just always we're so grateful for your support, Lavelle, Jerry Zagota, everybody at the Star Tribune, and the podcasts have been just amazing. And um, we we wouldn't be here without you all. <laughs>